Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to our favorite day of the work week. We're glad you're with us for the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson in the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. We're glad you're with us, and we hope you're ready for a great weekend. Gotten kind of cloudy here as uh, the hurricane begins to uh Get near our area. Uh, we advise you to stay tuned to your Super Talk affiliate wherever you're at the, this afternoon and throughout the weekend, and uh, they'll keep you up to the minute on uh, the hurricane and its uh, threat and potential damage and threats to the state of Mississippi. All right, we're going to wind up the week on a positive note, though. Kelly Sander will be joining us a little bit later. Ben Green from Southern Prohibition Brewing is about to join us, but first I want to remind you about Dickie's Barbecue Pit, and it's a great place to have dinner. That's where I'm going tonight with my wife, and uh, we're going to pick up some Dickies and take it home. You can do the same thing, and if you've got a tailgate upcoming on your calendar, be sure you call Dickies and let them help you with that. All right, Ben Green is with Southern Prohibition Brewing, and of course, the new Gold Rush uh, Southern Miss uh, beer is out, the American Lager. Uh, Ben was gracious enough to send a few cans our way where we could take a look at it, and Ben, I'm going to enjoy it this weekend but uh, first, I just want to—I want to compliment you on uh, the beautiful design and the beautiful can with the old Southern Miss logo and the Attack Eagle in yeah. the middle. The coloring. Give us the genesis of this design uh, because it's very, very attractive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, thanks for having me back on again. Um, so, you know, essentially, when we kind of set out to do this beer, we. That was kind of already in my mind. Was like, hey, I want to, I, I want to get permission to basically use one of the vintage logos, and the Attack Eagle is uh, kind of one of the more iconic for me. It just looks so good on there, and uh, so you know that's kind of how we set out. We we set out in the beginning to make that happen, um, essentially. And I got with our uh, our graphic designer who's out of uh, New Orleans, and. He uh, he, you know, kind of let him know what we were what we were looking looking at, and you know, um, looping in the uh, the proper channels at the university, and you know, this is what we we came up with the the, the several designs, and then you know, we went on social media and kind of let everybody pick a label and the name, and this is uh, this was the winner. So apparently, a lot of other people besides myself liked it as well. Now, Luke, I know this is your favorite uh, logo, man. That this this logo that's that's on the new Gold Rush would look awesome on the football helmets. Absolutely. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm 38 years old, and I think when I was first born, this was what it was. So when I was a little kid, this is the Southern Miss logo, and and uh, the old school Seymour who had a head that was like five feet tall, like that's the Southern Miss that I grew up. So that's right. that's what really, uh, whenever you know you guys announced uh, these designs, Ben, that's the one that jumped out to me because it's iconic. And it, and what it does is it brings people back to those, you know, the glory days when we were in the top 10, when Reggie Collier was there with Sammy Winder. It, it kind of brings that emotion back and that, that rush, it brings it back. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, 
you know, we I had some something in my mind here when we, when we set out, and it was just you know it went beyond expectations. And like I said, the uh, the the general response so far has just been awesome. People are people are really loving it. So. We're excited uh, how it turned out. Yeah, A plus, A plus on the label. Now it, it says Gold Rush American uh, Lager. Uh-huh. Uh, for those of us that don't know much about this, what what is the process of creating a lager? Yeah, so uh, lagers just kind of vary uh, a little bit different from their their counterparts, which would be an L. So you know when you think of kind of more traditional craft beers like. Uh, porters and stouts and, you know, IPAs and different things like that. Uh, those are more L's, uh, and that just really depends on the yeast strain and then how fermentation's uh, actually conducted. Um, and then uh, there's actually a process of lagering a beer. That's kind of where that word comes from. That's where you store the beer cold for an extended period of time, and that's how you get that really clean, crisp, uh, snappy uh, kind of profile to these beers. Is it important to keep it cold, or does that have any effect on it? Say, if it warms up and then you cool it back down. Yeah, no, that that that'd be perfectly fine. It's uh, once it's kind of in the can like that, it's stable. That uh, that that lagering or cold process, cold aging process, is more uh, kind of when the beer is actually in our facility uh, fermenting That's... or after fermentation. Yeah, All right. it's an it's a neat novelty. Uh, I think that we do want to know. And ask you, you can obviously tell us, how does the university benefit from this, other than the publicity and, and the fun of seeing this created? Yeah, you know, I think I think at the end of the day, that's kind of what it was about for, uh, for everybody involved. Um, you know, it was just kind of something fun to do. I think that the university has seen some uh, in-conference and out-of-conference rivals kind of doing similar things. And, uh, you know, once, you know, a couple of years ago when the laws got changed or passed that we could, you know, you could serve alcohol inside the stadium. I think this was just a natural progression um, of where this was heading and, you know, where the university is a a cornerstone here in the uh, community. You know, we've been around for, you know, eight, nine years now, and it it was just a a really good opportunity to do something really fun with somebody uh, else in the community. And it'll be available at football games, right, to to purchase. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're... uh, we're basically just uh, making the beer here in, in partnership with them, and you know it's going to be uh, probably starting today available at uh, some of the uh, some of the good establishments that have good uh, relations with the university uh, all through Hattiesburg here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know we have it obviously in our tap room that we're selling in house and to go. Mm-hmm. And then yes, it will be available at the Rock uh, on the first home game. Luke Johnson, here's what I like about it. I like the fact that Southern Prohibition Brewing is promoting Southern Miss. And uh, Southern Miss is such an important part of this community. And for me, no pun intended, it is refreshing uh, to see this company embrace the university and promote and support it the way they are. Well, I mean, it's your own university. And so if you were at Southern Miss, uh, it belongs to you. And so here's something that's not connected to anything else but but Southern Miss, and I guess Ben, what what's what was the the most uh, I guess the the funnest part, the easiest part, the most difficult part when you start from scratch, and apparently you know, or, or whenever you you reach out to partner with a you know a, a state university like this, was that the hardest part? And what's been the most enjoyable for you? No, you know, uh, surprisingly, uh, you know, not everything that is great is this big, long, out, drawn, hard process. You know, we were we were willing to to jump through the hoops that we needed to, but honestly, this thing is 
really been a breeze. The university was great to uh, to work with, and you know things things just went really really smooth. And I think we had a really really good solid game plan um, for what this what it could be, what it looked like, and how it was going to taste, and kind of all the nuts and bolts, so to speak. Um, so kind of when we presented it, you know, everything just kind of glided uh, really, really seamlessly. It was, uh, it was refreshing in, uh, in, in a day and age when things, like, sometimes are a little bit harder to get done. I, I was pleasantly surprised. All right, Ben. Well, uh, Bob, uh, go you're, you're going to uh, you're going to try out this weekend. Is that what I heard? Well, I'm going to have me one this evening. Yeah, with some uh, hopefully with some good seafood. My wife cooks up, so I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not a big drinker, but I, I enjoy a cold beer, Ben. And this looks like to me a good one to uh, have with a good meal. It is a uh, it is the definition of a good cold beer. It is you know light, refreshing. It's crisp. Um, it's going to be perfect for. You know, tailgating um, and cheering on the Eagles for sure. Well, Kelly Center brought me four big ones by here, so I assume knowing Kelly, you probably gave him twenty, and that's how <laughs> I ended up with four. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you uh, for for what you've done. I hope this is a big success for your company and for the university. Because again, I just want to thank you for uh, for your company being such a partner with Southern Miss and. Uh, I've often said in the the 12 years uh, since I moved back to Hattiesburg, uh, it amazes me how some businesses uh, and people in our area take the university for granted. And and I dare say that this would be a much, much different community if it weren't for the University of Southern Mississippi. We 100% agree with that. And we're, like I said, we're just, we're just really excited to, to do something. You know, a lot of the people that drink our beer, um, or either visiting out of town. It's an awesome way to showcase our, ourselves and the university and the community. And, you know, we have a lot of uh, USM alumni and, and current students that are of legal drinking age uh, partaking in this beer and, you know, our other beer. So it, it's a win-win for uh, for everybody. We're, we're just super excited to be, uh, to be a part of it. Ben, ben we, have, uh, we reported earlier this week that Charlotte has uh, completely copied your idea. So we have sent a cease and desist letter. <laughs> If they refuse, whenever we play them in a few years, we're going to run the score up into the triple digits. So just let, just pass that on to you. Perfect. All right, Ben Green, we thank you, my friend. Southern Prohibition Brewing, a Mississippi-owned local company. Support your local businesses. Uh, Southern Prohibition is supporting Southern Miss, and we thank them for that. All right, we'll be back. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. I want to say hello to Miss Kathleen and her great staff at Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street. We love those folks. We appreciate their support of our program, and we encourage you to buy your Southern Miss apparel for your home, for your car, for your body. 
Nowhere else. Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street, campusbookmart.com. I want to thank Ben Green from Southern Prohibition Brewing for joining us uh, in the first segment. Kelly Sander joins us now. And I'm a little disturbed, Kelly. I know that you picked up the samples. And uh, Ben just revealed to me and Luke that he actually gave you 24 cans. Uh, I ended up with four. And? <laughs> and so I wanted to know what happened to my share. I didn't know that we were dealing in shares. I thought we were just... <laughs> you thought that would be the normal split between you and I, right? 20 well, for you, I, four for me. I, I got it now, Senator. Well, you know, you know um, <laughs> I just, it takes me, it takes me a little while longer to be able to, you know, yeah, yeah. determine these things. And so I just, you know, I, I took Luke's share too, which he didn't need or want, so... Yeah. We appreciate you, Kelly. That's uh, you know, look. The only I mean, time I, I don't see him I taking his share, on the black market. Yeah, but you look, you don't see him taking quite that kind of share when we're all eating out and it's somebody's turn to pay. Have you ever noticed that? Well, no, because well, he only shows Todd, up when the meals are comped. Right. No, I was going to say usually Todd Elsie is with us when there's. <laughs> <laughs> He's racing you to the front door to uh, to beat the check. Is that what you're saying, Kelly? Yeah, but, but and I didn't get to, to hear your segment, Bob. But did you enjoy your gold rush? Well, I, I, I've got them here. I'm taking them home with me tonight. Uh, but I, we were telling him the, the design is just awesome. They they absolutely yeah. knocked it out of the park with the design on the cans and uh, and like Luke said it kind of takes you back to the old glory days and kind of just makes you feel excited looking at that old logo. And I've been to a few watering holes around town in, you know, in the perspective of journalism and for the sake of journalism. <laughs> oh, God. Here and, we I, and I've asked, you know, some of the different places about, you know, Gold Rush, and they said, and this has got to be very encouraging for the university, that a lot of people are asking for it. Oh, good. You know, by name, they're going into different places saying, hey, do you have Gold Rush? And I say, well, we're getting some, but Corner Market is one of the places that offers it. Right. And um, just in there the other day, because I eat as well. Right. We've <laughs> noticed. <laughs> okay. And, and they were out. They yeah. were they were slap out of it. So that's got to be encouraging for the university that people are, right. are and, responding. And Corner Market is, an, is another uh, business uh, operation here in South Mississippi that really support Southern Miss, and uh, so we encourage everybody that loves Southern Miss to do business with Corner Market. All right, Luke Johnson, I want to ask you a question. You're the soccer expert on this uh, this crew, and I, I know very little about soccer, but I saw where the ladies uh, scored eight goals. It's, it's match, right? It's not in a game. It's in a match, uh, and that's, match, a, yeah, that's a pretty unusual route. Am I wrong about that? No, I mean, it was a blowout last night. We talked about yesterday how the Lady Eagles uh, have won the last five home openers, and they continued that last night. It had about a 30-minute delay, and uh, th- this match actually didn't finish. They they usually uh, it got called in the 76th minute, which is almost a full time, but uh, because of uh, it got really dark. And so, yeah, but the Lady Eagles uh, scored six goals in the first half and two um, in the second half, they had 18 shots on goal in the first half, five in the second half. Coach Mo kind of pulled off the dogs late, late in the the game. But yeah, Lady Eagles blew out Nichols and uh, improved to two and one. And so an absolute 
great game um, by them, and and it's always fun to win at home. And Coach Carly Malden, uh, assistant coach Carly Malden, was on Twitter earlier today thanking uh, the people that came out to watch the Lady Eagles. So they get back ready to do it on uh, on Sunday and take on the Alabama Crimson Tide over in Tuscaloosa. Uh, well, and again, Carl, Carly Malden was the the best player on the field, even though she wasn't playing. <laughs> Is that not fair to say, Luke? <laughs> That's right. Well, That's right. And, uh, preseason, uh, our defending uh, Conference USA Offensive Player of the Year, Ariel Diaz, scored the first two goals um, for the Lady Eagles, and Mia Sadler added one along with uh, five other ladies. So uh, a, really a, a bombastic offensive performance. Good for them. Yeah, and that, and that makes perfect sense now as to why the Nichols goalkeeper was asking for a lot of gold rush. <laughs> yeah, because she was hot and thirsty and tired. <laughs> Please get me some gold rush. Exactly right. Well, that's a great start and good for those young ladies. Uh, we're happy to hear that. Kelly, what right, you got Sander. today? Well, the New Orleans Saints have made it official. Jameis Winston yes. has won the starting quarterback position for the New Orleans Saints, and it is the contract that he has this year is loaded with incentives. Um, so lots of reasons that he can increase his pay, you know, based on how well he plays. And a lot of people, the feedback around the NFL is they think that with the salary cap restrictions and things like that, even though the salary caps are, are going up over time, they think a lot more contracts are going to be structured based on incentives. You know, there will have to be some guarantees so that players will sign. But other than those guarantees, which will still be pretty hefty, um, incentive-based contracts are going to be the thing of the future that should be paid directly according to how you play on the field. So, And I think that, that makes a lot of sense. And usually when it starts in the pro ranks, it filters its way down to college. And um, so we'll see. That's something to watch. But Jameis Winston, officially the starter for the New Orleans and Saints at quarterback. Let, let's, let's talk about that just for a second. Because he, he, he signed a one-year deal. Again, he re-upped for one more year. One year, $5.5 million. Before and a half of that's a signing bonus, so the the Saints really you know on the hook for for about a million of that. That is that 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 is like um, low A salary, Kelly, for uh, getting a guy uh, you know to, as a starting quarterback. I mean, you're talking about just like dirt stuff compared to what some of these other guys are signing. And I think this is what it means for the Saints' offense. First, I think it means that Sean Payton can be more vertical. That's what they saw the other night in the first drive against the Jaguars. They went deep. Second uh, possession, they went deep. They got a deep threat now with Callaway. And I, so I think you're going to see more vertical. I mean, Drew Brees really the last uh, three or four years hasn't been able to throw the deep ball. They can do it now. But where I think also Peyton is going to help Winston is that the, the style of offense that the Saints have run, particularly around you know what the arm strength of Breeze uh, became as, as it lessened some, is that it's going to be where they can take shots, but it's not going to force Winston to have to you know make all these tight throws, these hard throws. It, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if he kind of extends this dink and dunk offense out to maybe. 15 to 20 yards versus the 5 to 10 yard range that it's been with Drew Brees. He certainly has the receiving core uh, to do that, but but I really thought that Taysom Hill was going to be the starter simply based on how much they gave him in a contract. They gave Taysom Hill a very lucrative, huge contract, and normally you don't do that for a guy that's not going to be your stud. 
But on the other on the other hand, I'm really proud for Jameis Winston because a lot of people had given up on him, as evidenced by the fact of the the relatively low money NFL money that he signed for with the Saints. And here's a guy who didn't work well in Tampa Bay, the system or whatever, but got another opportunity and apparently is making the most of it. So good for everybody. And um, and the Saints have, have have been fair with rewarding players that. that play well so all Saints fans are hoping that Jameis will be the leader that they're um, that they think he has the capability of being and it'll translate into some wins one more one more comment about that hill contract they, they've you know there's like 140 million dollars in there that they're joking about some people are calling it funny money some people are calling it monopoly money it doesn't count it basically voids out um, when when they hit the the cap so like all that money will void out automatically for salary cap accounting purposes so he's never going to get it it just it's just there on paper so he's they did invest in him but they've you know his his strength is going to be he's going to be the x factor and uh, i think Jameis has a far more pocket presence than he'll will so you know don't let that enormous amount of money he is getting paid more than Jameis for sure but he's not it's not in the extraordinary way like it looks like with that contract details but you would think i mean just the fact that they were paying him more and significantly more that he was going to be their guy but um, but but not so. He never saw so, crab legs, though. You know, well, no. if, if that's all you're guilty of in this day and age, <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. You know. Truth. Hey, real I quick mean, note, guys. Philip Rivers, well, like him, he was a great quarterback in the NFL. This shouldn't surprise you. He retired, of course, last year, and believe it or not, he's a high school football coach, and he had his team's debut yesterday. They beat the other team forty-nine to nothing. And this will surprise you, Kelly. They passed the other team to death. And the other thing that might surprise you, Bob, is that the team that Philip Rivers is coaching consists of nothing but his own children. Yes, that's the starting offense, or all of his sons. Yeah, you're right about that. One of the really good guys, I think, uh, in the what, NFL. What does he have? Eleven children, or something? like I that? I think so. Yeah, he's a Philip Rivers, a great player in the NFL, and apparently a pretty good high school football coach. And there was some talk that he was going to come out of retirement. No, nope, not you now. Know? He's coaching. All right, we'll be back. Southern Miss to the top. Last day of the work week, third segment brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, just beyond the shadow of 
MM Roberts Stadium. It's hard to believe, though. Another week has passed, uh, but 4th Street Bar and Grill had the Catfish Friday today on the plate lunch and four NFL football games uh, preseason going on tonight involving some Southern Miss uh, players, former Southern Miss players. We'll talk about that in uh, in just a minute, but uh, 4th Street Bar and Grill will have football on this weekend. Baseball is all there on 4th Street. Luke Johnson Bob Getty and Kelly Sander from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. Kelly joins us, and Kelly, a slate. We kind of mentioned them yesterday, but uh, but a, but a slate of NFL games for tonight: Colts and Lions at six, Eagles and Jets at six thirty, Steelers and Panthers at six thirty, Vikings and Chiefs at uh, at seven o'clock. Three of those games have uh, Southern Miss players in them. The Colts with DeMichael Harris, the Lions with Jamie Collins, and then the Eagles. You might see Nick Mullins throw to Quez Watkins uh, as they take on the Jets. Uh, Panthers have a local player with Omar Bayless, who played at Laurel High School. And then uh, Edo Smith will probably get some carries for the Vikings. And any of those intrigue you as far as preseason center, at least for the first quarter? Not not really. Not really. Um, and, of course, the Saints game, the final Saints game, well, we just – the NFL just announced they're moving that game time because of because of uh, Hurricane what's her name Ida um, that Ida. apparently we, yeah is going to be coming into the New Orleans area so they move moving that game what to, to what what game time are they they're moving that up you guys twelve noon tomorrow in the Superdome okay to to twelve noon tomorrow and then of course all the NFL teams are going to have to get their rosters down. So we'll see. I really hope that Edo Smith sticks with Minnesota. I just think he's too good of a player and too good of a guy not to have a job. I mean, I know I know the NFL is a is a tough tough business, but um, but I, I just think he's he's too durable and too versatile of a guy not to be able to stick somewhere. So I'm really hoping personally that that Edo gets that job in Minnesota. You would feel like uh, he would get some carries tonight to be able to. Um... You know, to be able to show himself, of course, we're with only one week of practice and got picked up earlier this week. Yeah, and and, and Minnesota opens with Cincinnati, so it, it would be <laughs> it would be really productive. You know, it's, it, whoever runs the ball for Minnesota to get a couple hundred a yards to start. The yeah, season. I would think so. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would think so. So Minnesota, Nick they got the luck of the draw, even. right? What's that? Minnesota yeah. got the luck of the draw. They get to open against Cincinnati. Well, it's it's Minnesota's homecoming game, Bob. I see. Um, I see. <laughs> it's at Cincinnati, but Minnesota's calling it their homecoming. You know, just so they can get that guarantee. Must be w. terrible to be a Bengals fan. Just terrible. <laughs> I'm in therapy twice a week. Huh? The uh, the six thirty game tonight at MetLife Stadium, uh, Eagles and Jets. I, I think there's a chance Nick Mullins will play significantly. Um, in this game, and um, Quez Watkins trying to trying to kind of make the jump from the four receiver to the three receiver. He needs a, a game tonight, uh, even though he only had like one target, I think, uh, before. I don't think Jamie Collins will probably play tonight um, because all you're doing right now, as Kelly said, you're trying to get it down to the uh, to the 53. Not only is NFL games going on, but high school football is is kicking back up. Bob, I know you're excited, uh, man. We're going to be able to cover a lot of games this season with both uh, Super Talk Hattiesburg and Super Talk Laurel. No, no question. Uh, you, you'll be kicking off tonight the uh, WLAU and Laurel with uh, a big jo- a big game with West Jones High School. Uh, Caleb Hamill uh, will be doing the uh, Presbyterian Christian School game tonight. Which, by the way, 
has been moved to Pearl River Community College, I understand, and will be played down on the campus uh, there because of some water issues uh, with the field at Presbyterian Christian. But, yeah, football's underway. That's a big, big part of the programming of Super Talk stations all across Mississippi. We placed uh, we place great, great value on high school sports and high school athletics. And, Kelly Sander, you, you've been around it a long time. It's uh, it's really hard to overvalue what uh, high school football means to many, many communities in Mississippi. It really is the heartbeat of the community. You know, I always joke that uh, that if somebody really wanted to rob and vandalize downtowns of, these, of some of these towns in Mississippi, go at 7 o'clock on Friday night because nobody will see you. Nobody will care because everybody's at the at the high school football game. But while Luke and Caleb are doing such able jobs behind the microphones, I will be sitting here enjoying some more Gold Rush. Well, you've got plenty to enjoy, from what I understand, Kelly. Yeah, you've got the you got probably enough for next weekend too. Well, I told you, Bob, I'm thorough. I want to make sure you know that, that when I post my critique. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were. I thought you were helping somebody with football. No, I, I had done Summerall football in the past. Summerall High School, who is playing South Jones tonight. But uh, I am. I'm actually. Gonna I thought you were doing some PA work. Yeah, I am for Columbia High School, Columbia Wildcats. I will be doing some public address work, but they don't have their home opener until the the same weekend. And- Southern Miss has its home opener. So I'm glad you them, brought that up because they have really beefed up uh, Columbia in, in honor of Walter Payton. There's some great stuff going on down there with Coach Bilderback. Yeah, brand new stadium. They've completely returfed it. Uh, new bleachers. I mean, it is a state-of-the-art operation now. And because they don't have their home opener until, I think, the 10th of September, um, I'll be out of Gold Rush by then. <laughs> But you can buy some, Kelly. I know that. I know that goes against the grain with you having to pay for things. But but it is for sale. I understand. No, and I and I will be I will be frequenting that gold rush just just during football season, so I can help the university in in another financial. What a guy! Way. What is just no limit to the sacrifices Santa makes for others. Yeah. It's yeah. really, my, my arm is actually sore from patting myself on the back. Yes, I, I can see that. Uh, Luke, there's just a really kind of scattered school starting tonight, though, right? I mean, it's it's not a statewide kickoff of football season. Am I correct about that? For, for public schools, it is. Private schools actually kicked off last week. And, I mean, I was surprised going through my list about how many, like, marquee matchups there are tonight. Now, there's been some schools, like we reported earlier this week, Laurel and Wayne County are both virtual, so they have to forfeit. But listen to some of these games tonight. Kelly mentioned South Jones and Summerall. They played the first couple games of the, the last few seasons. And some of these, if I say this, and we haven't got the memo that somebody's gone virtual, I apologize. But one that will be played tonight, Hattiesburg is at Petal. Leaf, little Leaf River rivalry going on in week one. Raleigh is at Bay Springs. Poplarville is at Picayune. Now, statewide stuff, Columbus and, and Starkville, so a little Golden Triangle action. Brandon and, and Oxford. Uh, Northeast Lauderdale and Northeast Jones, but I'll be at Madison Central. And and Bob, it's going to be it's going to be pretty uh, it's going to be a, a mixed emotions up there because this is really the first season without JT calling right. the Madison Central Jaguars, and I, I suspect they will do something tonight to oh, to, no uh, to talk about him. No question. And uh, but but 
Wes Jones rolls in off of a, a state championship play in Madison Central. They're going to be down a, a few guys tonight, I think. Um, got got some dinged up on their side. But I'm, you want to talk about a, an opening weekend? I mean, that's a volley of, of great uh, guys around, you know, going on a, a, a lot of great games around the state. And don't forget, we got the scoreboard show. It kicks back off tonight. Right, and here at Hattiesburg and Laurel, that is sponsored by Jones College. We want to throw that out there. They bring you the scoreboard show every Friday and Saturday night on the Super Talk affiliates here in the Pine Belt. Kelly, if these schools are are in virtual learning, they cannot play. Am I, do I understand that right? Well, the MHSAA ruled that it's up to the local school boards, and and really, a lot of people thought that was a good decision, but. But, but underlying, you know, it makes the MHSAA be able to escape being the bad guy. Right. right? If, if the MHSAA said, no, you can't do it, then they're the bad guy. So it really kicks the can to the local school boards. Um, and, and from what I understand, most school boards have relented and said, you, you can. But it is now a school board decision that's for practice no it's for practice the school board decides to practice if somebody goes virtual they have to forfeit no matter what they can't play the game and that's uh i, I heard that i was talking to high school coaches earlier this week so the mhsaa did make a decision regarding like games but i mean you know it, it's it's a mixed bag because kelly i mean i heard you know one team this week they were going to be down some guys and but they want to throw their young guys out on the field because it's like why should we uh, you know not why should our whole team be punished um, and not play we want to even if we we're going to get beat by three touchdowns let's throw these younger guys out so that they, at least they can get some experience and it's an economic issue because you you got you know you, these teams are re- budgets are really really tight and any chance you have to bring some you know some money into the coffers. You know, then they have to make a decision as to whether there are enough people are coming to the game to be able to pay all the expenses of, of the personnel that it takes to put on a game. So um, a lot of decisions have to be made. And look, the COVID thing isn't going away. The National Football League, Tennessee Titans, a report out of Nashville today, several of them have COVID, including uh, their head coach. So who knows what's going to happen with the Titans here in the next week or so. All right, we've got one more segment, then we'll be wrapping up another week of the Eagle Hour. We hope you'll stick with us. We'll be back in four minutes. Stay tuned. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Last segment on this Friday brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Labor Day camp coming up. Got about another week to sign up for it. Go to dbathattiesburg.com and sign up. DBAT D1 Training. Proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour, Luke Johnson, Bob Getty from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, and Bob, a now torrential raining in downtown Laurel. 
like just opened up and it is pouring here and probably means it will stop in the next five minutes and when I walk out to go to my truck, the humidity will be 8,000 degrees. But high school football uh, on tap tonight in the state of Mississippi, PCS. Uh, we'll play Silliman Institute. Uh, Silliman is uh, just is outside Clinton, Louisiana, just across the state line, one of those teams that uh, that plays Mississippi schools. But that game, Bob, you said is going to be at Pearl River? Right. I understand they had some sort of water main issue uh, in the vicinity of uh, the high school, Presbyterian Christian High School. And as a result, apparently their field took a really unusual amount of water. And uh, just hasn't been able to uh, get it dried up uh, properly, so they've moved it down to a PRCC. And you know, kids don't mind that, Luke. You know, they like playing at a at a you know a nice big junior college uh, stadium. So I'm sure they're pretty happy about that, really. Sure, Caleb Ham will be on the call at seven as PCS takes on Silliman Institute. That game will be on uh, Super Talk Hattiesburg ninety seven point three and SuperTalkHattiesburg.com. I will be uh, heading out in just uh, a little bit to Madison, Mississippi, as the five A state champions West Jones Mustangs start their five uh, A title defense. They'll be taking on Madison Central tonight. We'll go live on Supertalk Laurel 99.3 or supertalklaurel.com. Uh, either one of those websites, all you got to do is just click the, the stream button as soon as the, the web page pops up, and you can listen to it anywhere. But we'll go live tonight for pregame at 645. So, uh, Bob, um, some ways uh, it's just football's here. The Golden Eagles in a little over a week as we all go down to uh, to Mobile, and, and hopefully uh, this coming week won't, with this hurricane coming in won't disrupt anything but but like you said earlier people need to uh, to just to keep their ears open their eyes open as this storm moves in that's right and uh super talk mississippi will be uh monitoring uh the progress of the storm all through the weekend they'll have live updates uh, two or three times an hour i'm sure as as the storm gets closer so if you need some information you're out in your car you're out moving around just tune into your local super talk station and uh, they will stay on top of it for you and let's all hope for the best. You don't, you know, Luke. You don't wish bad things on the folks in Louisiana because it seems like. Yeah, I was telling my wife last night. It just seems like the coast of Louisiana, west of New Orleans, is just pounded every single year uh, by hurricanes. Uh, but you know, this is what happens when you live near the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, right now, it appears that the uh, eye of the storm is going to come in a little west of New Orleans over in that region of Louisiana, if that's the case, and, and that, of course, can vary in either direction. But if that's the case, and if it turns out to be a Category 3, which they're now saying it could be, I suspect the South Mississippi could see some uh, some pretty nasty weather Sunday night and Monday morning. Yeah, we were talking about it all fair. You never want to be on that northeast side of the storm and have to see you know where this storm you know, will turn whether it will take a sharp right or whether it'll loop out. And if it, you know, loops out pretty, pretty big, it will miss uh, South Mississippi. But I was talking uh, to some pastors and, and the community leaders uh, earlier today and, you know, just trying to get a game plan, stay in touch with people. And, and, you know, as if we were to have, be in the path of a, of a major hurricane like that, just to check on your neighbors and as needs, you know, arise, uh, meet those needs. So uh, a great opportunity to do that before we, uh, before we, Close today, a couple of news and notes. Uh, coach, golf coach Lucy Nunn Burke has announced 
her Lady Golf uh, schedule, and they'll be opening up next weekend actually down uh, with the football team at South Alabama, the Crossings Golf Club uh, Classic brought to you by University of South Alabama. And uh, then they will be throughout the fall, four more tournaments and a few more tournaments in the spring. So Ladies Golf gets underway um, next uh, weekend. Lady Fo- Volleyball gets uh, open in about an hour. The oh. Southern Miss Volleyball Classic with uh, Mississippi Valley, the Southern Illinois University Salukis, USC Upstate, Louisiana Raging Cajuns will all be in Hattiesburg today and tomorrow. Southern Miss takes on uh, Mississippi Valley State today at 3, Southern Illinois tonight at 7.30, USC Upstate tomorrow at noon, and then the finale against the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana tomorrow night at 5 p.m. So Coach Rudecki and her ladies starting up today. It's all coming back. And we are now eight days away from the start of football season as a Southern Miss uh, in a much-anticipated uh, season opener against the University of South Alabama. Great opening game, and uh, we're all looking forward to that. All right, safe travels to you tonight, Luke, up to Madison. Luke does a phenomenal job covering Jones County High School football for our Laurel affiliate. Uh, we're very fortunate to have Luke and Caleb, two really high-quality uh, young men, doing our football and uh, hope you enjoy it good luck to your west jones mustangs brother it's uh could, could get a little hairy but whenever you got a scott pearson team in there it's always like southern miss you never count them out of the fight so look forward uh, to calling that tonight and look forward next saturday see the golden eagles break out this uh, will hall era for southern miss we'll be back monday uh, stay safe and uh, dry this weekend as the tropical weather moves into the southern portion of our state until monday southern miss to the top time keeps on slipping 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 into the future Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.